How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Hi, everybody. Harry Carey here. We've got a great show lined up for you. This is Dirt and Sprague. I once took a pair of binoculars and stared at the sun for over an hour. Why would you do that? Curiosity, I guess. Heck, I'm curious like a cat. I have a couple of friends that call me Whiskers. With Andy Dirt Johnson. Hey, now kid, we all know that the moon is not made of green cheese. Yes, that's true, Eric. But, but what if it were made of barbecue spare ribs? Would you eat it then? And Brendan Sprague. I know I would. Heck, I'd have seconds. And then, then polish it off with a tall, cool Budweiser. Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan. Again All right, welcome again. back in. Hour number two. Dirt and Sprague with you on the uh, 21st of December, the winter solstice. We have a lot to get to here in the second hour. It is uh, the early National Signing Day period. And, boys, it's been a wild one. We've got Matt Rule getting angry uh, because Oregon and Miami are coming through. Miami's got quite the recruiting class. I think composite rankings have them top three. Uh, let's see. Miami. I just got 247. I don't know about composite. Uh, they are number three on 247. And we're, they're awaiting a five-star kid, I guess, who is going to delay his announcement. So now many yeah. people are wondering what that means. Yeah, one of the t- he's the number two player in the country, Cormani McLean. His mom just tweeted, false alarm. We're not signing today. I, Everybody's like, what? I'm going to tell you something <laughs> that you're going to chuckle at, okay? Okay, I'll chuckle. Are you ready for a good chuckle? I'm ready for a good chuckle. So Oregon State's class is... You know, I think going to be sometime, somewhere in the top 50. And You they, got a defensive lineman from Sweden. We I'm, did. Colin Thomas. That's a great name, and he's from Sweden. You got a Swede on your team. You got an Aussie punter yesterday. That's true. Our punters were really bad. I don't know if you watched the Civil War, but they couldn't catch snaps, so hopefully he can catch a snap. I would just say, what does Kyle Whittingham do seemingly every year? I want to do that. And he goes to Australia, and he goes and gets those kids, and you said, I want a rugby player too. <laughs> yeah, give me one of them. Um, Oregon State's recruiting class, there isn't much, you know, these kids, some of these kids are not going to be heard from for about a year, two, or three sometimes. Yeah. The Aiden Childs kid is the biggest name in that class. That's huge for them. And Don't we'll forget see- the Kelsey Howard kid, the Kelsey defensive Howard, lineman. Yeah, touche. And we'll see what they do in the portal. There is a part of me as a sports fan, just a part. I'm kind of glad I don't care about this day as much because it seems like it's very stressful as a fan. It is very stressful. Which kids you care about? Which kids you don't care about? Who's in? Who's out? Who's going to be in? And then who's eventually going to be out because the portal exists? It, yeah, yeah, I think Swag's summing it up for me. I just shrug my shoulders when I'm like, my team's getting a five-star. And I'm like, is he going to be there in a year? I don't I don't know. No clue. Is he going to be any good? No clue. You 
may have lost Caleb Presley to UW. Ouch, that hurts, man. What do we do? <laughs> You're maybe flipping a four-star from LSU named Dalen Austin yeah. to Oregon. You lose Dante Moore to UCLA. Ah, oh, ouch, what do we do? You'll get the number nine quarterback in his class, Austin Novosad, from Baylor to flip in his commitment now is to Oregon. You don't have any big defensive line signees. Oh, man, what do we do? Overnight, boom, <laughs> bag delivered. What do we do? May have gotten Mateo Uangalele. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of the nature of this stuff. And so, yes, silly to say, because I know how beneficial it is in the long term, but there is a part of me it's just kind of like, I'm glad I don't care as much about the recruiting day because it seems like it's very stressful. I love every second of it. It is incredibly stressful, though. You're not wrong there. The roller coaster of emotions that happen, because I follow recruiting relatively closely, I try and keep an eye on it. It is the lifeblood of programs. And if you want to compete at the highest level, I mean, you can be a team that has good culture, and you can be a team that uh, develops guys and all that. You need to have those skills. But if you want to win at the highest level in college football, it's we always you know some people want to laugh at recruiting rankings and are these guys going to pan out? Look at the top four teams in the country in recruiting every year. Who are they? It's the it's the usual Alabama, yeah. Georgia, Ohio State are usually yeah. in the top three, and then there's the random one. But this year it's Miami who was charged up. Last year it was Texas A and M. You're going to have the old Miss year right where they randomly had a top five class. So you're going to have those. But Alabama and Georgia win all the national championships, and they have the top two recruit, recruiting classes essentially every year. Who's number one right now? Alabama. Who's number two right now? Georgia. It's a big mm -hmm. part of it. And so if you want to compete at the highest level, you have to be able to recruit. And so I enjoy following it. There are roller coaster emotions of you got a guy you think he's going to sign. He doesn't sign. What I always say, though, and I say this about the transfer portal, too, and I've had people tweet me and ask me, like, seeing the different names of duck players that have entered the transfer portal. It's t one, take a deep breath. And two, remember, like, there's always another guy. That's modern college football. And so when you lose guys in the transfer portal, like losing a Dante Thornton, that hurt. He came on strong at the end of the year. A lot of the other guys they lost were, you know, depth pieces that weren't really playing, and half of them are probably told by the coaching staff, you got to get out of here because we need room for new scholarship players. But when you lose a guy that was a difference maker, it's tough. Well, what did you go do as your first signee of the transfer portal? You got a starting wide receiver from Alabama. Yeah. So you plug the hole. Now, you fell in love with Dante Thornton because you've seen him play. Haven't really seen the Alabama kid too much. But you've already filled that need. And recruiting's the same way. So as down as people were over the last 48 hours, because you lose Dante Moore, who is the top recruit in your class, and then you lose Caden Proctor, who was the number one offensive tackle in the country, and there was a, the growing optimism over the last two months that you were going to flip him from Iowa. Yesterday, he commits to Alabama. Guess what? Tough, tough to out-recruit Alabama. Hard to sell that one after he was in Tuscaloosa over the weekend. Well, how did they respond? To your point, you went out and got a top-10 quarterback in the country. Your backup plan at quarterback was the number nine-ranked quarterback in the country. Like, that's a pretty good backup plan. You landed in the transfer portal, a starting offensive lineman from Texas who had started 34 games over the last two, three years. They got him yesterday in the transfer portal. You might lose out on Presley. Well, here's a higher-rated cornerback commit that's been an LSU uh, commit for a long time. It sounds like you're going to get. And defensive line, hell, we all watch the Civil War. It's probably the biggest position of need. You can't stop the run. You can't get pressure on the quarterback. And now you got a chance to go land one of the highest-rated edge rushers and defensive linemen in the entire country, it sounds like and Mateo Uyunglele. So they have flipped perfectly, and it's a reminder. I love the highs and lows of it because the highs make the lows worth it, and there's always a high after a low. And the last two days were lows. Today looks like it's going to be a big high for Oregon. I think I just have a hard time, like, these players, you know, a lot of them do end up mattering. You, you talk about the usual suspects of the top of recruiting uh, class cycles. 
I think I have a hard time just in this world, the way college football is now, what it takes for a kid to be upset versus what it takes for a kid to leave. Right? You mentioned Drake May. There was reports that teams were poaching talent. I yeah, I have no I think this has been going on for a long time. The whole, hey, you really happy over there? You know, you could come over here. <laughs> I think that's been happening in college football for decades. But I now with the the money behind it publicly, I heard a thing yesterday. I wanted to get your thoughts on it. it, it some of this is a little, it's grimy, right? It's a little dirty. It's always been dirty. Yeah, it has. There's bags of cash that were handed to players. But now we're getting we're getting <laughs> numbers thrown out, like actual numbers thrown out. Um my favorite recruiting story recently was when Lindale White said a school paid him $250,000, left it in his hotel room on his visit, and he didn't even end up committing to that school. And he just took Fred Taylor took $50,000 from Georgia <laughs> and Thank then you. still went to Florida. Thank you. In um, cash, too. Would you want these guys? Do you think we should get to a point where we sign contracts? No, the thing that I would like to see change in recruiting the most is I hate verbal commitments. I think they're stupid. I think verbal commitments are the dumbest thing. 75% of them don't stick. Players decommit every cycle. It happens to every coach, every program in the country. I saw somebody point out, you know, for Duck fans that were freaking out about landing in year one, uh-huh. you know how many kids decommitted from Mario's first recruiting class at Oregon? Uh, I don't. At the at the last, no. but some at the last second, but throughout the last month or so, seven. He had seven guys in his first signing class that had verbally committed, felt like they were coming to Oregon. Everybody watches their film and talks about them. They didn't end up in Eugene. Seven. Landing, I think, is at three right now, two maybe, with more. Uh, it sounds like the Presley kid's going to decommit, and there might be one other one. That I guess I'm... Mario didn't have any five stars his first class. Landing might end up with two yeah, if so they I mean, get Mateo. Everything's relative. That's the only part of it that bothers me, and I just I, – if I – I think it was the Oklahoma coach, Venables, who said last year at some point he doesn't want kids to verbally commit. Or if you do verbally commit, he wants you to shut down your recruiting. And I actually kind of appreciate that. Like, if you're going to verbally commit and say this is where you want to come to college, that's great. Shut it down. If this is where you want to go. If you want to go take your other visits, that's fine if you if we're in the lead for you. But don't come out and verbally commit and say you're coming to our school and then two months later say, nah, I don't want to go here anymore because I visited this school and the campus was nicer. Like, do your do your, your homework, visit all the places you want to visit, and then make your commitment. That, to me, is the ugly side of it. Yeah, and, and what a turnaround for, for Lanning. I, I did a hit with Evan Moore yesterday on Pac-12 Sirius XM Radio. Look at me. And we, he asked about Dan Landing, and I said, it's been an interesting month for Dan Landing. You know, it's it's probably a little past the month, but you lose to UW, you lose to OSU, mm-hmm. you lost Dante Moore. Uh, you know, I, I think I summed it up by saying, Duck fan, I, I still think is high on Landing, while admittedly a little nervous. And then four hours after I say that comment, five hours, whatever it was, Oregon has all this, all these kids flip and now committing, and here we go again, Duck Ducks have a great recruiting class, and Lanning's going to yeah. finish strong. So it's the nature of recruiting, man. It, it kind of is. Yeah, it can change in a in a hurry when you're not expecting it, and it's been a good day so far. We'll see. I mean, they haven't got the Uwe Ungalalei kid. He has not signed yet. That's just a prediction. He's a nine something a.m. kid or ten forty five. Oh, is when he's today. announcing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, they got the Peyton Bowen is a five star safety. They're trying to get David Hicks is a five star defensive lineman. They're trying to get. They're a big the top. Uh, transfer offensive lineman, and this led a lot of people to think Matt Rule must be upset about it. 
He's a kid, something Cornelius, and he's between like Oregon, Ohio State, and Nebraska. Well, Rule's also maybe going to miss out on a Lincoln kid. Uh, Dion is coming in hot for this 6'5", <laughs> either receiver or edge rusher. This kid is supposed to be a stud athlete, and he's down to basically Matt Rule or Deion Sanders, and everybody's worried that Dion's going to end up go getting him. Yeah. play for Deion Sanders. How about that? Deion Sanders is going to end up with a ton of talent. He's going to end up with one of the – I mean, I'll be curious where his class ends up ranked in the Pac-12 uh, because and, – and some of it won't be totally – you know, pinpointed because you it's portal portal rankings. and yeah. all that. And they do actually 24-7, I think, has portal rankings they do. now where you can look at who you brought in. But it's been a good day for Oregon so far. We'll see how it goes. I think Oregon State had a really great recruiting class with Childs and Kelsey Howard, two guys that they feel like can be impact players right away. The rest of them mm-hmm. more than likely depth pieces. Washington has built a ton of momentum in the portal and in recruiting. They might flip a uh, you know highly rated corner from Oregon who's a local kid. So, that, there's a, there's a lot of momentum growing in the Northwest right now, and I I love signing day, man. I don't know how many of these kids are going to pan out. I don't know how many of them are even going to be in the program in two years. That's the hard part for me. But I still love it because for the ones that hit, and when you get a Kayvon Thibodeau that commits and ends up being a monster for three years, or you get a you know Panay Sewell who ends up being one of the best offensive linemen in the country and a top ten pick, it it is all worth it to watch him develop and see him go on to the NFL. Uh, put a poll question up: Are we going to have? DJ Ungalele versus Mateo Ungalele in the Oregon State-Oregon game next year. There was a crystal ball prediction yesterday placed for DJ. I saw this. To go to Hawaii. Yeah, the reporter covers Fresno State. and Well, he's a Fresno kid, I believe. Yeah, no, it, but he covers like Fresno State and Southern Miss or something. Like, Oh, you're going fake news on me, huh? Well, aren't we to a point where it's kind of, if it, Wilt Fung says it's happening, it's happening. Is, Wilt, is Steve Wilt Fung become... He's he's our white buffalo, our white whale. We yeah. we got him on once, and then our phones crapped out. We haven't been able to get him back on. I feel like when Steve Wiltfong says it's happening, everybody assumes that's what's happening. He's one. There's a there's a handful of power brokers, and he's one of them. And when he says something, there's a there's a lot of weight to it because he's not one of the guys that's wishy washy with the team that's just throwing out a prediction to get his fan base fired up. No, he doesn't just throw out stuff. No. He he. When he reports it, I assume it's a done deal. When he reported Mateo coming to Oregon last night, or there's a you know he gave the crystal ball prediction, whatever they call it, that that caused everybody to go into a frenzy. All right, uh, seven fifteen, Dirt and Sprague. We're back with more on ten eighty. The how powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. 
Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Yeah, listener with a good point. Uh, DJ might play against his brother if his brother does indeed sign with Oregon because Oregon plays Hawaii. And I'm just... We got Hawaii the next two years on the schedule. You should go to one of those games. Well, this one's in UG. Do they go to Hawaii? I think they probably do, but I'll check that out. I would imagine they do. I Oregon don't think... shouldn't need to do the home home and home with Hawaii. Like You should be able to get Hawaii to come here twice. But if you do go to Hawaii, you should go to that game. I'd use that as a recruiting tactic, especially if it's week one. Like, hey, let's go spend a week in Hawaii. Hawaii's got super talented players. Your goat is from Hawaii. He is, man. Uh, they could have had another goat, but they didn't recruit him. Yeah, they're in Hawaii in 2024. Dude, you should, you should tell August your wife that. On August 24th. I've been there on August 24th. The weather's fantastic. Week zero. Yeah. Yeah, And they might even have to move that game up because that's the first year the college football playoff will begin. Expand the college football playoff. And that's one of the things they're thinking about doing is moving everybody up a week. I was there in uh, the end of August a summer ago. And, yeah, it's it's a little warmer than if you go in the winter months, but it's, God, it's it was not still that beautiful. much warmer. It's It was like 93 degrees versus yeah. I went in November and got married. It was like 74. But... I mean, it's Hawaii. It's so Hawaii. I'm in the ocean. There's what an ocean. Care? It is Hawaii. You got to go to that game. I might go to that you game. You tell the wife now, hey, we have go. a trip booked. It's in August in Hawaii. <laughs> Let's go watch and play. Their new stadium, I would imagine, should be done Aloha by then. Aloha Stadium should be done by then, yeah. yes. They were playing at like a high school field this year. The fight and Timmy Changs are going to take away DJ from Oregon State. DJ Well, we'll see. We'll wait and see. Why? I mean, if he wants to go live in Hawaii for a year, I can't really blame him. I could. You could go to Corvallis. I'd much rather live in Corvallis. I've been to both places. I mean, come on. It's a no-brainer, dude. North Shore or the top of the cock? <laughs> yeah, kind of the same it's in a no, lot of ways. It's an absolute no-brainer. Uh, we haven't gotten to a lot of NFL dirt. No, we have not. Uh, we'll get into NFL stuff here. I I am I am irrationally excited for tomorrow's game. Oh, I was going to hold that for I am. Oh, I don't want to talk about it now. I'm just telling you. I am, like, wow. insanely excited for Thursday Night Football. You brought That's... it up. I think you do want to talk about well, it. Well, you're just saying we haven't talked th- NFL, <laughs> and I've been, I've been eagerly awaiting Thursday Night Football all week. Well, I just, like, where we're at on the NFL right now is last week gave us one of the crazier weeks. The week you described as the best week of the NFL season was last week. It was insane. And now we've got injury stuff and... We've got playoff battles going on. I think the Christmas slates are amazing. I can't wait to watch all these games, even though they're stealing Christmas from my league. Christmas Eve leaves a little bit to be desired. Why? Well, Packers and Dolphins, okay. That's a huge game for Miami. And I'm not saying... Are you, in? Good. are you in on the Packers? Are you back in the pack? If they no, win... I put my fork in them weeks. Yeah. I think the fork is out. The fork no. could be out. If they win this weekend, it's the fork out. No. We're not taking the fork out? No. All right. Okay. Right now, the Packers sit at six and eight. What's the last wild card team in the NFC? Seven and six. Oh, okay. So they're only one game out of the playoff picture. 
Yeah, but they don't hold tiebreakers. They still play the Lions again, I believe, in They're week not 17. Being, no, stop oh, Okay, all right. Stop oh, Just checking. What are we right. doing here? Uh, you sounded like you were taking the fork. You put the fork you... in them when they got their ass kicked by Tennessee, <laughs> and then now you're unforking them? them? It's because I gambled You're them. unforking the Packers? I, I was upset with them. Broncos and Rams is the worst game in the history of the NFL. I can't believe that game exists. That is a Christmas Eve game. The Christmas Eve slate sucks. And then you get Tampa, Arizona. That game is horrible. I thought you got Kansas City, Seattle on Christmas Eve. Yes. No. Yeah, they're playing early. Oh, that's Christmas that's the Day. Christmas slate. My apology. That's a Christmas slate. Yeah, that's Christmas. I meant Day. Christmas Day. The Christmas bulk, Eve isn't bad. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, everybody plays Christmas. Well, everybody else yeah. plays Christmas Eve. They flipped it because Christmas is on Sunday, so the bulk of the teams are playing on Saturday. This is, you know, I I I'm not. I don't want to complain about too much football here because we're going to lose <laughs> it soon. I might watch NBA in the afternoon over Broncos Rams. I'm yes. That's not. That's not I can't close. believe that's going to double the NBA, but it will, and oh, I'm going to be disgusted with this country. Now, am I gambling on the under of that game? If I gamble on the under of that game, I'm probably going to watch Broncos and Rams. How about just don't gamble on the game? <laughs> like It's the, a Broncos under. How do you not gamble on that? They didn't hit the under again. I didn't gamble they on get, it. They hit the over with Arizona. I stayed away at Arizona. I didn't. I hit the under, and they <laughs> they back-to-back -back now I've gotten railroaded by overs. Have you seen we have, I think, the lowest under in the history of the NFL this weekend? Which game is it? Uh, where the hell is it? Browns and Saints, 31 and a half. Nah, I ain't touching that. I think there's supposed to be nasty weather in Cleveland. It's like 20 mm. degrees. That's I a see Christmas it's Eve game. 32 and a half on DraftKings. Okay. There's like five games that are in sub-zero temperatures yes. this week. You Chicago see is supposed to be like eight degrees. Yeah, yes. yeah, brother. Did you see Josh Allen called you soft? I didn't call me soft. He called you soft. No, he didn't. Yeah, he was asked about the dome thing. He said you're soft. Yeah. By the way, you're I like a marshmallow. I forgot to mention this. A guy on the Dan Lebetard show. He ranted the same rant you had. He heard our show bit and he ran with it. And he's on a national platform and he gets all the attention. That should have been me. Josh been Allen should have been responding to me. He saw the clip. It went viral. And uh, there was a guy on that show that was like, "Can we talk about how Buffalo shouldn't be playing outdoors?" And it went viral, and <laughs> Buffalo Bill fan got their yeah, – they went into a tizzy, and then Josh Allen was asked by Kyle Brandt about it, and he said, that's a soft take. Yeah. Which is what everybody else said about my take when I said it. They did. You were the first one. Um, but, man, I, I the NFL slate – God, Christmas. I can't believe the Rams and the Broncos. The Christmas – I mean, bro, I'm with you on Packers and Dolphins. First game's Christmas morning. That's a good game. That's an interesting game. The Packers, look, our forks are in them. They're technically still alive. Miami is leaking oil right now. That, they, in, that first NBA game is usually the Knicks, and so nobody wants to no, watch but the like, Knicks. And that's stupid. That's why are they on Christmas Day every year? Because they're the Knicks. It's so stupid. Nobody cares about the Knicks. They're the Cowboys of the NBA. They haven't won in God knows how long, and they're always on my television. Yeah, yep. yeah. I mean, at least the Cowboys are having a good year. The Knicks have had one good year in the last 30 years. Get, get back to me if the Cowboys win a playoff game, let alone two playoff games, okay? Get but back to me if that happens. To follow it up with Broncos and Rams, which thinking at the start of the year, you're like, oh my God, Matthew Stafford defending champs at home against Russell Wilson. What a great game that's going to be. And both those teams are awful. Yeah, watch the watch the Dolphins-Packers first. That's 10 a.m. And then I might gamble on the Bucks for get the night game. Bucks, uh Celtics at 2 and Grizzlies Warriors at five, Suns Nuggets at seven thirty on the NBA. I wish that Warrior game didn't suck now, but it does. That's a yeah. No Steph, trip. I'm not watching. That. No Steph. <laughs> is out. it at, is it in Memphis? No, it's in Golden State. Okay, if it was in Memphis, they would definitely. Lose oh, they'd be 30. rolled by thirty five. Yeah, that team's awful on the road. Your AFC playoff picture right now is Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Lamar Jackson, Justin Herbert, and Tua. It's amazing, and I hope it holds. That's 
Fingers crossed. That Can that we holds. keep Mac Jones out of the playoffs, please? He sucks. I don't want to watch him in the preseason. One of these is not like the others. It is Mac Jones. Keep him out. I've I brought this up in the preseason. I think it's shown itself a few times in the regular season. Are we going to have the conversation about Bill Belichick yet? Or are we still like, no, he's Bill. He's got six rings. He's invincible. His team's done a lot of stupid things this year. They've done of, a ton of stupid things. A lot of out-of-character stuff. His I, offensive coordinator is Matt Patricia. I don't know I why. I mean, that's the criticism. That, that's the criticism is why isn't there a a offensive young guru the next because he is stubborn and he's got ego and he's got pride and that's on him and he deserves whatever criticism comes out of that he's doing the cool runnings thing too much in the mirror man i got pride (laughs) i've got power i'm a badass mother who don't take no crap from nobody that's bill belichick and it's it's reared its ugly head this year their defense has been solid again it, it is a train wreck to hire a defensive coordinator to be an offensive coach I, and everybody could see that coming. It's amazing that they're still in the – I mean, they're a game out of the playoff picture. Oh, they, they still might and do they, it. I think they still got a game against Miami they left do. on the schedule. So if they beat Miami, if Miami loses this weekend – And they have the tiebreak over the Jets. They have the tiebreak over the Jets. So I, they might still end up making the playoffs, which considering that they have a dude who doesn't know anything about offensive football as their offensive coordinator would be a miracle. So it's it's almost a catch-22 for But they're for not me. winning that. They're going to get their ass kicked in that first of game. Of course they will. They played the Bills last year in that first game. What was the final score of that wild card game? They I got 35. smoked. No, like they nothing. Bills put 40 up. They yeah. didn't force a punt. They scored like eight straight touchdowns in that game. But like to the to the point of they might make it. They might make it. You could be right. I, I still... I. I'm not going to give credit for making the last wild card spot that just got expanded for Bill Belichick. That's not the standard in New England. <laughs> they will get rolled by Kansas City. Whereas if Miami makes it to the 7th seed, that's an interesting game. Because you can see Miami being able to at least do some things on offense. I, I don't see any any conceivable way that New England is putting up a no. game against Kansas City. No, you got to have a, fi- a a powerful offense to match, you know, Buffalo, Kansas City, Cincinnati, some of these teams that are atop the AFC uh, to match them point for point. The one that I'm keeping my eye on the most for rooting interest and for financial monetary interest is, if, is, A, if the Chargers can make it, and, B, where do they end up? I have a Chargers Super Bowl ticket. I want Herbert to make the playoffs so I don't have to hear that stupid argument anymore. He's never made the playoffs before. So that'll go out the window. But the key for them and the, and the team to keep an eye on is what happens with Baltimore. So Baltimore right now is the top wild card spot. They have the number five spot. They're a game ahead of the Chargers and the Dolphins. The Chargers are six because they have the head-to-head over Miami with that win two weeks ago. You want desperately want the five spot in the AFC because much as I said, one of these things is not like the other. Your division winners, one of these things is not like the other. The Tennessee Titans or the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to win the AFC South. The Titans are struggling. They are going to be the four seed. And so you desperately, if you're an AFC wildcard team, want to get out of the 6-7 range so you don't have to go to Kansas City or Buffalo, whoever gets the number two seed, or to Cincinnati. Stay away from those games. And if you can go to Jacksonville or if you can go to Tennessee in your wild card ma- uh, matchup, you got a legitimate shot at winning that game. I, I Yesterday I found out the bad news. I said on the show, I really like Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati is my pick. I'm, I'm going to roll with Cincinnati. I think they can win the AFC. I think they can go on the road and do it. And okay. I think they can beat whoever the NFC representative is. Okay. And then I saw about four hours after the show, so does Emmanuel Acho. <laughs> I thought, damn it. <laughs> There goes my pick. <laughs> I think it's big for Cincinnati to try. They have the head-head over Kansas City. They need Kansas City to lose. 
Because I think having home field in that divisional round would be big for them. Instead of having, I know they won the NFC schedule doesn't suggest. I mean, they not, might lose to Seattle. I doubt they it, almost but. lost to the Texans. It's the NFL's weird, so yeah. you get those weeks. And I know they beat Kansas City in the AFC title game last year. But you're saying you got to be potentially like a Miami or a Herbert in the wild card round, which I, I think would, you'd rather take the Chargers on because of the way they're coached. Sure, I, I don't disagree with that. Then having to go to Kansas City, likely in the divisional round, and then having to go to Buffalo in the AFC, likely in the AFC title game, that is a gauntlet to get there. The back-to-back road games after that first home game are brutal. You're right. They've won three in a row against Kansas City. They've I been don't... a bit of a kryptonite for the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't know about Buffalo. That That's a different story, but... Um... Man, it's exciting. I think the NFL's been great. We got more on the NFL here. We didn't get to it yesterday. Jalen Hurts is hurt. But he's playing, but he's not playing, but he's playing, but he says he can play, but he's not going to play, and the line would suggest that he's not playing. And did we forget who his backup is because he had to miss a week of practice? He missed a day of practice this week, and the reason is it's pretty kick-ass. So we'll get to that coming up next. we got Statter Story at 815. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. All right, welcome back in. A funny recruiting note. I'll get to that coming up in a moment. We're keeping an eye on all this stuff. It's National Signing Day. A lot of moving pieces. My prediction for one team is definitely happening. If not, they'll be better. <laughs> and it shouldn't surprise you which team that is. No, no, it shouldn't. But uh, there's some, some rumblings out there. There's a whistle in the wind, as they say, in December. And uh, we'll tell you what that is coming up in a bit. Uh, let's get to the big injury news out of the NFL from this weekend, though. We have not talked about it yet. And it impacts one of our teams because there is a showdown in the NFL this weekend. And that showdown is on Christmas Eve. And it is the Eagles and the Cowboys. How about a Cowboy? The Cowboys off of their loss to Jacksonville. The Eagles uh, stayed alive against uh, Chicago, won that game close. Uh, it is a one of the 125 games on Fox. The line has flipped a ton in this game, and it's been kind of like, huh, what's going on? There's got to be something weird going on. Well, we found out Jalen Hurts has a shoulder injury. And we're still awaiting word on if he's going to play or not. Nick Sirianni has not ruled him out. And dare I say, even if Gardner Minshew, who is Philadelphia's backup, ends up starting in this game, I am all over gambling on the Eagles if you give me six points. Well, yes. Hurts himself also, I think, yesterday said he could still play. You could see a scenario where he still plays. Yeah, he's not. I, I don't know. What's the benefit of playing him, I guess would be my question. 
because they're three games up in the division. With three to go, right? Did you see they sent a big gift basket to Doug Peterson? Because the Jags beat Dallas last weekend and essentially won them division because you'd yeah. have to lose out. Dallas has yeah, to win Dallas out. Dallas has to win out. Chances of that happening have to lose out. That ain't happening. No. So I, why would you play him this weekend? What are we doing you here? Do. You don't have to. You don't. You can beat Dallas with Gardner Minshew. Yeah. You can Especially beat Dallas, Dallas with dirt playing quarterback. Hey, thanks. Wow. First team all league. Wow. You think very highly of your own team there. Uh, they Letterman's can't jacket. stop the run. The why Eagles are you are... a fan? I, I'm genuinely <laughs> yeah, no. curious why you're still a no, fan of that franchise. It, I'm, I'm, yeah, I might be out. You say this every never. You're never year. out. You're caught in the trap. You're never leaving. Yeah, you're never leaving. I... They're 10 and 4. They're 7 and 1 at home. Why are you yeah. out? Why are you out? I hate that team. They, they Why can't are you stop out? the run. You have won Just like games. Missy Elliott can't stop the rain, they cannot stop the run. <laughs> you should have a Missy Elliott reference? Yeah. Music makes me lose control. That's a great drop right there. <laughs> now I want to start singing Missy Elliott. Well, here. I, I kind of hope Gardner Minshew plays in this game and Dallas loses. It would be loses. great. There's, be he's, Hertz isn't going to play. Minshew played last year and they won, and people were like, oh, I don't know, man. Minshew hurts. Like, what? And it's like, well, one's an MVP candidate well, now. You know, let's see but I, I think, I think the Eagles goes. might rush it 40 times at least, and they could run for 250. Yeah, times. or, I mean, you could trust Gardner Minshew to throw the ball to A.J. Brown if, if that's what you need to do. Yeah. I think overall my question is more. Oh, and it uh, looks like Dallas Goddard's coming back for him. So this, he'll have a tight end to throw to. This, to me, like, this game is – Great on paper, might not end up delivering. Maybe it will. I, I think the bigger concern here, what is the, this injury that we're dealing with here? Because they've been vague yeah. with the shoulder injury. That's massive. I like Gardner Minshew. I think he's a great story. He missed a day of practice this week so he could go talk at Mike Leach's funeral, which is probably an awesome speech. You're not picking the Eagles to win the NFC with Gardner Minshew, as good as that team is. I don't think. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm picking him with Jalen Hurts. I still think right. San Francisco is going to win the NFC. Uh, sure. And, and you can easily retort with, well, Sprague, you're picking the Niners, or you could say Dirt, you're picking the Niners with Brock Purdy, but now the backup is Gardner Minshew, who's won in this league. We're not trusting it. Philadelphia's a really good team. This is massive news. And when this came out as Dallas is the favorite, slight favorite, and I think by Monday they went up to four. People were like, what? Mm. And then we finally caught wind. Jalen Hurts injured his shoulder in that Bears game. And now it's just a matter of, do you sit him? I think their next three or their two after Dallas are manageable. You could get by. You could probably afford to lose one of those two games. They close with the Saints and the Giants at home. I mean, you're you're going to be favored in both those games with or without Jalen Hurts. You should yeah. be able to win one of those two games, especially the Saint one. Like, you can be okay. You could sit Jalen Hurts until they're, then they're going to get the first round by. So you could sit Jalen Hurts here for four weeks, five weeks. I think it'd be four. You give him a month off, let him get rested. Like, if I'm in Philadelphia, I think that's what I'm more so looking to do because I, you need him. He's been great this year. He's been fantastic. And to have him healthy for the playoffs versus what a lot of other teams are going to be going into the playoffs with, it's a game changer. Yeah, if I'm Philly, I don't even contemplate playing him this weekend. I think it would be ridiculously dumb to do so. To your point, we don't know the extent of the injury and how serious it is, but when you're talking about a shoulder injury for a quarterback, that's always worrisome, especially a guy that is so reliant upon running the football. 
and being healthy. Um, you just worry about him taking one more hit and what the next injury could be. Because you look at it, they would need to lose out. Dallas would need to win out for them to not win the division. And on top of that, there's still two games clear of having the first round bye. So if they win this weekend, we'll see. I don't know what Minnesota's schedule is the rest of the way. I'd have to go pull that up. But I'm not imagining Minnesota's going to win out. Minnesota's been <laughs> incredibly lucky to win some of these games recently. And last Saturday was no difference. I, I think Philadelphia basically has the one seed locked up. They basically have the NFC East locked up. And to your point, you win this weekend, you essentially clinch both of those. Yeah, Vikings, I'm not bringing them back. Giants and Packers are the Vikings. At, are the Packers Vikings. at Bears to finish. Dude, they're going to lose to the Packers. Yeah. I could see them losing to the Bears. Uh, Maybe not. We'll see what happens. We'll there. see if they even play. Like, what's the point of playing Justin Fields at that point? Yeah, I, I mean, at that point, they're playing for a first round, yeah. a better first round pick, I would hope at least. But I, I just, to me, there's no reason to play him this weekend. And you see, if you lose this weekend, Minnesota wins. Dallas obviously would get a win. Like, all right, maybe you want to bring him back because you want to clinch those other things that are important to you. Don't play him this weekend. See what happens. Uh, I do have a, a RIP to anybody with a Jalen Hurts MVP ticket, though. No, that's did, done. Did you see what the odds switched to? So as of Monday, he was the favorite slightly ahead of Patrick Mahomes. And Mahomes is completely like, – it, it was Mahomes was like a plus 110. Hurts was a minus something. Completely flipped. And now you can get Hurts for plus 400, somewhere in that range. And Mahomes is the overwhelming favorite. I still thought Mahomes, even if Hurts is healthy, was going to win it. I, I was going to ask that. Have we reached, like, the Jordan-LeBron point with Mahomes? Like, where he's the MVP every year? Every year. Yeah. I mean, he's – yeah, I said Josh Allen last year after that playoff game. Josh Allen's been awesome. Josh Allen might win the AFC. He could. What he does and how he does it, you, you say LeBron, and I, I, I know what you mean by that. He strikes me more as Steph. He just looks different than everybody else doing it. It's different. It's a, it's entertaining. It's wildly unpredictable. I, he has to be the MVP this year. His numbers are insane. Yeah, he's got 35 touchdowns, 11 picks. He's thrown for 4,500 yards already. With three games to go, he is on pace to steamroll his passing yards and touchdowns. He's averaging more yards per attempt than he did last year. His quarterback rating is higher than it was last year. His QBR is higher than it was last year. I mean, most of his numbers are the best they've been since his first year as a starter where he burst on the scene and threw 50 touchdowns and they went to the AFC title game. Can he still break the record? Uh, can who still break the record? Mahomes, the single season passing yards record. Uh, I, hold on, I let think me Marino's look. at. So he is at 4,496. He's averaging the most per game. I think he's like 320 or 325 a game. 5,477 is the record for Peyton Manning. Oh, Manning has it. He did it in his uh, 2013 season. So he is, oh, okay. what's the number? He's no, he about can't a, do it. Well, he's 1,000 yards away with three games to go. So he needs a he needs two of his last three games to go. He big. needs about three hundred fifty yards a game. Three three fifty yeah. a game, give or take. He's okay. got a shot. He's got a shot at touchdowns. Okay. No, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's ever going to touch Manning's fifty five. That no, was an no. insane season. That was the year he had, he opened his first game. He had seven touchdowns. seven in the first week. Yeah. So, I, but I even do, with the extra week, you still have to average over three touchdown passes a game. Yeah, um, and, and I would say, like, the LeBron thing isn't about style of play. It's more I, I so. I, I think we got to that point in the NBA. Michael Jordan was the best player in the league every year. And I think we reached a point where it's like, let's not give him the MVP every year because it's boring and we don't want to do it. And LeBron has been the same for most of his career. Yeah. Like, you look at the De- like Derek Rose being an MVP is fun. Stop. Stop. Yeah, that one was a little Stop. There's a handful of those in LeBron's career where you look at his numbers and what he was doing. He was the best player in the NBA. Yeah, Carl Malone got a career achievement award. Yeah. So I, I think we're there with Mahomes. Like, Jalen Hurts, look, we can disagree about what his career is and where he's at and how beneficiary or how much he benefits from the talent around him. 
Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player in the NFL. Yeah. And it'll be interesting to see if Philly wins this weekend in Dallas with Gardner Minshew. That'll be another hit to his MVP case. Well, I think it will also – I think if they can do that, if they can win on the road at Dallas, I think it's also going to speak to the crowd that doesn't necessarily buy Hurts yet. As dumb as I think that is because the season's been sensational. It's going to feed that. Yeah, it's going to feed into the see? whole, like, hey, it's the team thing. It has nothing to do with him. It's a Jimmy Garoppolo, Brock Purdy. There's no difference. It's a system. He's just executing the offense to open receivers in a dominant run game. I, I still don't like that. <laughs> I, I still think Jimmy G's better, and I still would say Jalen Hurts better, yeah. How dare you turn your back on Purdy mania? Brock Purdy's going to win you your first Super Bowl since you were, what, six years old? Brock. And you're over here poo-pooing it, man. I I, was, I, ac- I will accept your apology I was in nine. February. I was nine. Okay, when you're nine yeah i will accept your apology in february swag uh <laughs> at some point like are you are you just gonna really follow through with your threats or are you just gonna keep being i'm a threaten my fandom no, to team guy it's uh the, there, there's a lot riding on my fandom with how the cowboys finish up this season <laughs> so if they lose before the nfc championship game yeah yeah if you can't win a if you can't knock off one of these wild card teams be, this year if they because well, you'd still, be going to Tampa. You are a wild card. Tampa team. or true shape. If you can't beat Tampa in round one, but it's Tom yeah. Brady. Like nobody, eh, I, nah. no, and you should win that game. Yes, right? yeah. yes. Four I don't care about favorite, the Tom Brady. Thing. Four and a half point yeah. favorite, probably. Yeah, they yeah. can't. I mean, they can't protect him. Their offensive line is atrocious. They can't. The Dallas is kryptonite too. Is they can't stop the run. Tampa is the worst rushing offense we've oh, seen in the history God. of the NFL. Just god awful. They can't run the football. And I don't know what Dallas is doing half the, that that game was over. I don't know why they're throwing it 40 yards down the field with a minute to go and <laughs> what do we do just yeah. Well, you also have a running back you paid 90 million to I know. and his backup is better. So. Yes. Yes, many many questions. It's like a rotating panel of uh, fans getting fired up today. My Giants suck. <laughs> Swag's all upset at his Cowboys. What's next? You're hating on Brock Purdy. I'm not hating what on Brock Purdy. With what? You, man. No, don't God. let me into your fandom hey. problems. How dare you? But the Kraken won five two last night. What do you care? You're not a Kraken fan. He yeah. is. He's a Kraken. No, he's fan not. Right, he's man. a Canucks fan. He said wow. he's a Kraken fan. He switched allegiances. I've, I've made the switch. Yeah, he's no you, longer. You abandoned the Canucks for the yeah. Kraken. Oh yeah. He's all in. Why? He's got a jersey. He's got hats. Oh, yeah. Cracking sheets. You know, we didn't talk to, about I'm this with you. Games. You weren't here Monday. I brought this up. You told me that you, because we didn't meet up at the Seahawks game. We were on the opposite well, let's side. Let's get to yeah. this next. Let's get to this next. We're already against His him. fandom is fascinating yeah. to me. Let's police Swag's fandom. Okay. Is he becoming Seattle Swigard? Is he leaving us for a job at KJR? What is the future for Jason Swigard? We're concerned. Also, a random note out of recruiting that's going to make you chuckle. That's next on the. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. You expected someone else? So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, (laughs) nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade. 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. Recruiting headline that will raise some eyebrows. We'll get to that in a moment. Another dude from Rivals. Just tweeted where this go. Oh, God. Uh, based on what I'm hearing, the Ducks have some big news coming. This is just the start. So we'll see what that means over the next hour. Yeah, of the show. here's the other thing about that. Like, not that it's not big news, but I saw Ari Wasserman, our friend that we've had on before of yes. The Athletic. He said, expect a huge QB flip tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And, you know, duck, some Duck fans responded and was like, Nova sad question mark? Mm-hmm. That was that was the guy he was talking about because so far we've had no five star QB switches allegiances. Maybe there will be. Maybe I'm wrong. Are you poo-pooing four star quarterbacks, Brandon Sprague? No, but when you say that as a recruiting analyst, like you've got me. I, Arch Manning started trending after he tweeted that out. <laughs> Arch Manning. Yeah, he's he signed with Texas this morning. Sure, and and but like when you say that, aren't you kind of naturally going to the top of the top of the top? Like you got a top ten quarterback, you should be ecstatic. Yeah. He's got a top twelve quarterback. I'm ecstatic. Yeah, but when you sweet when you say that as a national guy, I think you're talking about a five star. And if there is massive news and it's a four star cornerback, yeah, no, can we, we stop wow. overselling things? Wow, wow. But wow, uh, yeah, the recruiting, wow. the cr- the sour grapes over there. Owen Wilson there on me. Wow, wow. The recruiting wow, business wow. is all hype. That's all it is. It's just hype. <laughs> well, I, yeah, because we don't know anything about these guys. Exactly. I love it. All right, hey, uh, we'll get to the other recruiting note in a bit. All right, bring it, boys. So we're worried about you, Swag. I'm don't, not worried don't about Don't worry him. about me. I'm upset with him. <laughs> so I hear a little birdie said that you wore Seattle Seahawks gear to the game last Thursday. Uh, no. Oh, okay. I little, did little birdie's right here. Why yeah. are we calling me a little birdie Why as did... if I didn't say now, it? Now, I, I was worried it was going to be so cold, and I don't own a beanie. And so I was like, maybe I got to get a beanie, and it's going to be Seahawk blue. But no, I did not wear I – don't, I don't own any Seahawks gear. Yeah. That was hate rooting. My friends are Seahawks fans that are up there. I hate the 49ers. So <laughs> I was rooting for the Seahawks to beat the 49ers. So we – yeah, I don't blame you for that because it was a home game for the Niners that game. It was. They're way Dude, too much. That was insane. Come on, 12s. <laughs> that happens, There man. was a lot of red and gold Dude, one side in the of lower the level. stadium was like red. I just – I don't want to make too much fun of them because once our Portland Gridiron project takes off and we get an NFL team, we're going to be the same way. The it's going to be Gridiron. awful, yes. dude. Yeah. If this happens in every non – like, I know it's not an original six in the NFL, but every non, like, Chicago, Green Bay, like, think of those markets in the NFL. Outside of that, every city is this way. This happens at Cowboys games. Yep. This happens in Los Angeles. This Did you see the Jags-Cowboys game this weekend? The, well, Jags, the Jags don't have a home field. They've been either. around for 30 years. That was a Cowboys home game. I think the game. Cowboys Arizona. now get more fans on the road yes. probably. than they do at home. Yes, they do. So this, I mean, it happens everywhere. It's, I mean, it's one thing if you're at first place and you're selling out, everybody's excited. Yeah, the but Seahawks are leaking oil, and it's yeah, like the Niners the fans are all fired up because their team's good this year, and they come in. And, and there's a ton of 49er fans in the Northwest. Sweet. It ended up not being as cold as uh, I was prepared for. So. Uh, okay. 
just, just the ball cap was fine. It wasn't as cold in the stadium because of the well, body there was heat. No, there wasn't much wind. No. But Had it been windy, it would have been really cold. I walked to a bus stop after that game. It was, it was like freezing on the 10 way. degrees colder leaving yes. the place than when we walked in, though. That I, was I, for certain. I agree with that. also helps to drink. You get warmed oh, up yeah. when you yeah. drink. You get oh, a yeah. liquid blanket going. Okay, so no Seahawks here. That's fine. Let's go to strike number two. Then actually now strike number one because there was no strike number one. Well, but you're you're kind of glancing over one. He he was going to wear Seahawks gear. Yeah, and I'd still disagree with that. I don't know if I could wear gear of a team that I don't root for. We talked about that on Monday. Because there yeah. was – Sprague said you were going to buy a Seahawks shirt or a Seahawks hat or something. You were going to support no, the it No, was, it was strictly if – it was really cold. I was going to have to get a beanie because I don't own one, and and you're in the stadium. Uh, you're sh- I mean, I've been there before. I went to a Portland Pickles game one time. Yeah. and uh, That's not, not the same as the Giants. Not that I don't support the Portland Pickles, but I was so cold that I had to buy a sweatshirt. I did not take yeah. a sweatshirt, and I was sitting there drinking a beer, and I was freezing, and I went and bought a sweatshirt that I now use as a yard version. So you anti-pickles? What's no, going I'm not on anti, that? but I'm just saying I understand the argument of, like, I didn't come prepared. And now I'm here, and I'm cold. Mm, yeah. And the only option to buy in the stadium, if you want to warm up, is what? Seahawks. They're not selling yeah. anything else there. No. There's no other Seattle gear. There's no other team. You have to buy something Seahawk-related. So the warming up angle, that argument I do get. But flipping your fandom, you used to come in and rant about the Canucks on a regular basis. I did. And you have, you have However, now switched allegiances. Uh, yeah, but it was it's the second time I've switched allegiances because wow, I began as a Bruins fan. You are the worst. I grew up. You're uh, the worst. My first hockey exposure was to the Winterhawks when Cam Neely was here. Yeah, Neely Cup. And so uh, when they won their first um, Memorial Cup. 1983. And so then I followed him to the NHL. Uh, and became a Bruins fan, and then the Bruins, after he retired, he had some injuries, uh, their GM, Harry Sinden at the time, they they kept drafting these studs, and they were too cheap to sign them, and Joe Thornton was the last straw. And so I said, screw you, I'm done with you. And then I was a Canucks fan because I was the closest team. Yeah. You just went You just went regional? You didn't even go, like, what's best for my fandom future? Uh, well, the Canucks were ascending at the time. So I was like, okay. And, How's that work? And I was living well. And <laughs> Sending I was, to disappointment, evidently. Well, and I was up in, uh, I was going to school and living up in Seattle. And so we got, we actually got Canucks games because we had uh, yeah. the local CBC as part of cable up there out of Vancouver. So you got a lot of Canucks games. So I got to watch a lot of it. So I, Okay, so my dad asked me this. So we're walking to the stadium in Seattle last Thursday. And I, I turned, and my dad doesn't really go to a lot of sporting events. He lives yeah. in Tacoma. He gets anxiety from massive crowds, right? I understand I that. And I'm talking to him, and I go, God, I'm so jealous. I'm crossing the street. We're at T-Mobile Park. I'm crossing oh, the road. So There's Lumen Field. Oh, it's 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 amazing. The bar scenes. Like, oh, everything yeah. is awesome. Yep. And once they get the NBA team, it'll be the cherry on the top. And I, I go, I'm so jealous of you guys. I know. I wish we had this. We don't have any passion. Our political leaders are morons. And we have too many people who care more, more about bike bridges than having something that yep. more people would rally around. Sure, it brings a lot of money to the economy. And 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 he goes, well, if you got a team, would you root for them? As I'm wearing a Niner jacket, a Niner beanie, a Steve Young jersey, <laughs> and red gloves. And I, I go, man, that's a tough question. Because you said of the gridiron project, because we should get out right. of this baseball business, go be a football team, 
just get out of the get those vested interests out of baseball. Nobody cares. Let's go do football. I mean, I would still take baseball, but I would take anything. Sure, but I would take hockey. Can we get an NBA owner of the Blazers yeah, that wants yeah. to bring an NHL okay. team? I would do yeah. that. But I'd rather have an NFL team than anything. Of course, yeah. Okay. I don't know if I would. I'd go to the games. I'd cover them every week for the station as an entity. You know, I'd do all that. I don't know. I don't know if it'd be easy enough for me to say, well, they're Portland. I'm Portland. So here we go. Are they AFC? Are they NFC? Are we doing the baseball thing where you got an AL team and an NL team? Because we say this stuff. You know, I've said for years, I'm not as big a Niner fan. But I still have moments, Wake, where they have a big game. Mm -hmm. And that inner child of me kind of comes out and I'm like, yeah, I'm rooting for them in the moment. If they lose, I'm like, okay, well, they lost, whatever. But it still exists. I don't know if you can just eliminate that. I Look, I've always maintained, and I stand by this, I think it's different switching from team to team when it's not your city involved. And, mm. you know, I if, if Portland were to get, I've always maintained it. I, I, my most passionate fan base has probably been the Giants over the last, my adult life. They've given me the most joy and the most success and the most heartbreak as of this morning. Yeah, I was going to say, how's that working out today? Not great right now. <laughs> not great right now. But I, there's a difference between, like, if you were to get it, I wouldn't just jump the Giants bandwagon to become a Cleveland Guardians fan because I'm tired of them for not signing guys in free agency. Yeah. It's different when your city has a team and you're going to games and it's on television in your market every night and you're around people that are talking about the team and it's we're talking about it on the show and it, you know what I mean like there's a giant difference there between jumping from fan base to fan base uh, that would, that cities would be that you don't live toughest in toughest one for me too would be major league baseball See, and I, th- I think we say it would be tough. It you would happen. that fandom every year. It would happen eventually. What, the Dodgers? Naturally. You're like, I'm no. done. I'm not watching this team. You say that in May, and your team wins 105 games. Bullpen sucks. This team's not going to do anything. They win 105 games, spend a billion dollars every year. I, I watch every game. You are the most Lake Oswego sports fan when baseball season's happening. So, I just. Yeah, we spend all the money. So what? They're not good enough in this area. <laughs> Need to be better. Yeah. No, if Portland got a major league baseball team, I would secretly be hoping it's an American league team. Yeah, I would I mean I would too, but I think the I think the switch would happen mm. naturally because it's in your city. Yeah. I think it would happen in the yeah, NFL. It would happen in, it would happen in all the sports. Yeah. It would. Yeah. And I think there's two acceptable responses to changing your fandom. I do question switching allegiances multiple times, not saying that your reasons weren't valid. I do question that. You're a little wishy-washy there. I think there's two acceptable reasons for it. One, did a team move to your city? And B, did you move? Because I know a lot of people that do that. They move. Like, I got a buddy who I grew up with, went to high school with, went to college with, moved to New York like 10 years ago, was never really a diehard baseball fan. He's become a big Mets fan because he's been living in New York for 11 years. And he goes to Mets games and he watches the Mets. All the teams to choose in New York. (laughs) I was actually proud of him for choosing the Mets over the Yankees. Why? Because of the lesser then? Yeah. You didn't take the easy road out. You're not a Laker fan. Don't take the don't take the shortcut. I'd argue the Yankees, as of late, have not been the easy way out. It's probably been more torture. Yeah, well, I mean, the Mets haven't won a World Series, and uh, you know, long, well, and the Braves long, own them. Long I mean, time, uh, so. <laughs> they're about to spend a half a billion dollars this season trying <laughs> to lose in the wild card round. I can't wait. It's going to be great to not win the division again. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, so yeah, I think those are the the acceptable occurrences. But Swag has changed his fandom, as one listener points out. You are now a crackhead. Swag is you now, are. He's now a crackhead. I am. I, I so officially, uh, officially a crackhead. They're they're a fun watch uh, in season two. Ron Francis. Yeah, I've, uh, I've been keeping my eye on them. Quickly turned the roster over from yeah. last year. Kind of don't. I got to be honest with you. I've changed a little bit on one thing. I still like the name, the concept, the the arena. I not kinda not don't, sure about the mascot, but yeah, I don't really like their jerseys that much. 
I don't oh. either. I'm not a huge fan of them. They 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 look a little am. I like their whites. I think the whites are a good look. Whites I don't are like, clean. I don't like the homes. No, the, the reverse the retro jerseys this year. I'm a big fan of. I don't know if I've seen. I'd those. have to look that up. But yeah. yeah, the S and like the the turquoise. I like when cities. It doesn't happen often. I like when cities go all in on the same color stuff. Like Pittsburgh doing the black and yellow thing is pretty cool. It looks like a junior mint, like a like a thin mint cookie from Ooh. Girl Scouts. Elite. So you tell me it's elite. It's that light color. What is that? Like a teal? What is that? A turquoise with yeah. like a dark blue kind of in the middle, like striped, dark blue stripes. Mm. It's like a lot, a lot of blue, a lot of blue going on there. But yeah. uh, so Swagger switches allegiances, and uh, you can call him a crackhead whenever you want. We got a lot to get to in the final hour of the show. Uh, Saturday story coming up at eight fifteen. The Blazers are back in action tonight. Need a bounce back win. That was depressing the other night. Outside of Dame breaking the uh, franchise record, I do want to start though with a funny note in recruiting. We were waiting. How long is it going to take for this impact? To, to take effect, and uh, it looks like it is happening already. We'll tell you what that is, give you an update on everything going on on signing day to start the final hour next on the... Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this... Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys. And visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.